Wasaga Beach is the latest Ontario destination that a casino and entertainment complex will be calling home. This is a huge opportunity for that region. Collingwood had hoped to get the deal, but instead Wasaga got it. So this is huge investment into the area, not just money, revenue, it's jobs. About 400 jobs will be created. And so it will breathe a new life into Wasaga Beach. Not just that summer crowd that they get, which I'm way too old to hang out with, but then it becomes a point. You can go skiing at Blue Mountain and you can go play uh, cards at night or whatever it is you want to do at the casino or go see a show. So this is a big, big deal in that particular area. But I don't know if you've noticed, but we are talking about casinos a lot lately. We've got a change of government in place. You know, we've heard rumblings that maybe Ontario Place will see some kind of casino. You've got Ajax, which has been renewed with slots. you got Pickering uh, that's going into play. And Peterborough just got a new casino that opened on Monday. So is Ontario then becoming a gaming and casino destination? Let's ask. Paul Burns is the president and CEO over at Canadian Gaming Association. Hello there, sir. Hello, how are you? Is this, in fact, the story, or am I imagining that casinos are coming around everywhere? Well, what we've had is you are seeing, and we're seeing, and there's lots of communities across the province that are going to see new and renovated uh, gaming facilities. Part of the modernization program that was started some six years ago, it's come to, is the OLG got out of the direct operating business of casinos. And what we've seen with that is turning it over to the private sector is what is the beginning of a significant round of capital investment in Ontario's gaming facilities. So you're seeing some move to new locations. Mm -hmm. Um, You're seeing new facilities added, like Wasega Beach. Um, The new one uh, built in Peterborough. There was one in Belleville last year. Uh, A brand-new facility is coming to Chatham. It's going to be a $36 million investment and create a couple hundred jobs in that community. Um, $60 million investment coming to Sudbury for a brand-new facility there. There'll be a new one in North Bay. Hanover has seen the renovation. Mm-hmm. We're seeing lots. And what this is is that we're, our gaming industry is modernizing and bringing with it the amenities that, that their customers want, better food and beverage offering, hotels, entertainment, all becoming part of various parts of the communities in which they're moving into. So it is an exciting time because we're going to see hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of capital investment in the industry in the next couple of years. Okay, so what is it? I mean, these have obviously been in play for a while, so they would have been done under the previous government, or is it that we've got a new government and people are feeling, um, you know, that there's more opportunity? Well, it's, it's part of what's, what this government is, is ensuring that these these projects are going to come to fruition. And I think that it's been a long time, long process coming through the transfer of facilities that were operated by OLG to the private sector. Companies like Great Canadian Casinos, Gateway Casinos and Entertainment, the Hard Rock in Ottawa, was investing $300 million in a new facility in Ottawa. I think with all of this is, is professional gaming operators are now going to be running these businesses and bringing the entertainment and amenities, food and beverage, and other pieces that the customers are looking for. Gaming customers want a full entertainment experience. Right. It's more than just gaming. And that's, and frankly, OLG recognized that that wasn't their job to be building restaurants or hotels or other things like that. And that's why they stepped out of the way, turned it over to the private sector. And that's why we're seeing a really a strong rejuvenation of the industry in Ontario. 
Well, it's interesting because if you go to Alberta and whether or not it's changed, I mean, you, you can kind of play games wherever. Uh, you know, there's always a slot machine. It's very free market there. Um, and if you want one, you can have one. If you don't, great. But they're everywhere. There's and 27 so, in Alberta. Yeah. And casinos. so are we seeing attitudes changing to these? Because, you know, on the issue of casinos, it is such a polarizing issue. Or maybe it's just a Toronto attitude about them. But are attitudes changing to these facilities? And, and would that be because of the entertainment value you get? with the, the music and such. You're exactly right. We are seeing a change in attitude, but partly is gaming is, I would like to say, a generational. Widespread gaming in Canada is just coming up around 30 years. Um, and it started in small ways, in big ways, depending on the communities you're in in this country. So Ontario saw Windsor was the first facility for Ontario. Then Niagara Falls and Rama. And then the slots of racetrack program built into the racetracks, but what they weren't evolving to is meeting the customer needs, especially the racetrack program, because they weren't in places that where the customers were, and that's why they recognized it had to change. And Canadians, they, they do love to gamble. We, we, we have strong high per capita spends. People enjoy it. They do it online. They do it in casinos, uh, and they enjoy it, and it's, a, and it's an activity that is popular from coast to coast, but comes with it like any industry. We've had to change with the times and the interests of our customers. And they want more than just a gaming facility. They want to be able to find a nice restaurant in the community, go to a show if that's what's offered, an event of any kind. All of those things are that they're looking for, and that's what we're trying to meet here in Ontario. And so, you know, you take the Wasaga situation. They, I mean, they were competing against Collingwood to get this. And, I mean, they're very close together, so it's a matter of hopping in the car. Um, but now that whole area, you know, you can go skiing for the day or even the summer you can go up to the Blue Mountain and, and go to, you know, hang out there. But at night now the whole experience will be different up there. So how does it change the landscape, do you think, of what is, I think, a pretty peaceful and uh, fun cottage area? Well, I think what you see is it's a new entertainment option for not only visitors to that community, but people that live there. And I think that's what it is. You're going to see uh, excellent food and beverage offering. Uh, Gateway Casinos, the operator, have a terrific brand and match um, uh, public houses. They're, they're great food and beverage. It's become the go-to place. They opened one in Point Edward, which is down by Cernia. It's become the go-to place in that community for food and beverage, um, for a place to go out in the evening. Chatham, looking forward to an additional restaurant option that they don't have in their community, and they're going to add a buffet and a restaurant in that community. I don't know the plan specifically for Wasega. I know that the mayor of Wasega Beach was very aggressive in wanting to make sure that it, Gateway came to their community. And so you see that municipal politicians have been out advocating and doing what they can to make sure that these investments are coming to their communities. The mayor of Peterborough this week, was was very praising of the community of the company that the Gateway Casinos and the casino they've opened there for bringing 300 new jobs and millions of dollars of investment. So it is a new amenity for these communities, and that's the great part about it is that there's benefits well, not only for the visitors but also for those who live there. What is the likeliness then? Because it is a huge debatable here, and as soon as Doug Ford mentioned maybe Ontario Place. What are we what are we talking about? Do you see Toronto becoming a destination gaming uh, city? You know, I don't particularly have an issue if they put one out there because you know I, I just don't. It's not being used. But is that would be would that be the ultimate? 
it, it was we there was a torturous debate a number of years ago yes, in Toronto. I recall, I recall all and 800 was, days of it, yes. So what what was people got hung up on is is gaming, which occurs everywhere and anywhere, mm-hmm. from your mobile device to your laptop to a, attending a casino. What they lost sight of was that uh, Oxford Properties offered a $6 billion redevelopment of Front Street with a brand-new convention centre for the city yeah. of Toronto, a five-acre park, that covers the railway lands that the city is now trying to build on their own. That was all part of a development. The casino would have been less than 10% of the floor space. And everybody overlooked all of those other benefits, a new convention center, the public spaces, new office towers and residential buildings, uh, exhibition place, MGM properties, put forward almost a $4 billion redevelopment of those lands. But no one could overlook the fact that the, the beautiful infrastructure investment that would have come, taking all the surface parking lot at Exhibition Place and putting it underground and turning the land there into public space. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that, that people didn't get behind what the, the true picture. These are catalyst opportunities to build amazing things and do some city building. Well, let's see where and, that... Uh, yeah, and let... maybe we'll get there one day, but um, it's the industry has spent a lot of time and effort... A lot of people in the city did, and I think they probably want to see a sign from city council that there's a willingness to do something before we come back and try again. Well, we'll talk on Tuesday because that's when the election is. Maybe you'll get an answer then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, Paul, I got to let you go there. I'm coming up against the clock, but I appreciate it. We'll we'll see what happens after the the election. You might see an attitude change on that. Maybe we will with our smaller (laughs) council. Thank you. Thanks. That is Paul Burns uh, joining us from the Canadian Gaming Association. You just know it's coming. You just know it's coming. Dear On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.